You are listening to The Manning Show with Ewan Manning. Your number one sports podcast starts now. We are back after the Oilers. 14 game win streak. Just unbelievable win for the Evans Oilers. Finding ways to win games. Didn't have a great start. Didn't have a great, you know, first 40 minutes of the game. But you can find ways to win. Um, Stuart Skinner, a 9-6-4 save percentage. Another excellent night. He's been unbelievable in the last 20 or so games. So, Warren Fogel scores. Evander Kane gets on the board. There's good for my Tim picks. And uh, McDavid scores, and Holloway gets his first of the season, I'm pretty sure. I think that is his first of the season. No, that's his second of the season, but his first back from injury. So, well, there's a fun way to win the game. Didn't have a great start, but Skinner kept them in the game long enough, and that's what you need from a goaltender. Kept them in the game long enough to find a way to win, but here's my worry about Stuart Skinner. Um, the way he's playing right now, does this affect the way they look at goalies at the deadline? I know, I know Skinner's the guy. That's that's obvious. He's going to be the guy going into the playoffs. But are we really going to have Calvin Pickard as our number two goaltender? I know he's played very well. But do you want a guy who's played less than 90 games in the NHL as your backup goaltender? Not really. I don't. But that's probably who they're going to end up rolling with, just the way that he's playing. Still, it's the playoffs. It's a different animal. So we'll end up seeing, you know, maybe that's it's not great for the Oilers in a way because they don't look at goaltenders like that. So, yeah, they only they, they get outshot by the Blue Jackets, 27-24. Kind of some game stats. Uh, Blue Jackets losing faceoff percentage. Hits are about the same. Shots are around the same. Oilers had a lot more penalty minutes. Except the power play went 50%. So that's good, at least for the Oilers. Columbus had four power plays. They only put in a total of zero goals. So good work from the penalty killers last night for the Edmonton Oilers. But yeah, you know. So maybe I'll show you this. You may I may sound different because I got a new setup. So I got a new studio. Over here to my left, you can't see it. Obviously, and the people who are just listening, you can probably hear the difference in my voice because it's a better microphone. But to my left, there's another microphone, and I got a new recorder that can do, like, (laughs) stuff like that, right? So it's kind of just a new setup. I'm really excited. This is where I'm going to be doing the pods now. And, you know, um, it's going to be a lot easier to bring on guests and record. So we'll see what ends up happening there. But, in, I mean, it's it's a nice recorder, and I'm very happy with it, and this is kind of the way I'm going to do it now. Obviously, I'm still going to do my solo stuff all the time, but bring on some more guests in studio now. But I thought the Evans Oilers had a fantastic, fantastic third period. So they find ways to win games to transition back to the Oilers. But now they got to... Beat the Blackhawks. I doubt Corey Perry is going to be back. If you listen to the Tyler Uramchuk episode where he came on yesterday, I'd go listen to that first. I know we kind of talked about a bit of pregame, but 
go listen to that. Um, he did. He was great for us, so thanks for coming on. Um, but he did say, I asked him when Corey Perry expects to be back in the lineup, when he expects Corey to be back in the lineup. And initially he thought that he was going to be back for the Blackhawks game. But now that he, you know, and I thought about it too, there's not a chance he's back. I mean, why would you put him up against his former team with all these issues? And it kind of got leaked in the morning what he did. So I don't know that he really wants, he really wants that. It's not, it's not what he, or it's not, it's not the light that he wants shone on him. So he just made a difference to try and make himself better. And, uh, you know, that's, that's his choice. And I doubt he's going to be back for that game, but obviously Blackhawks and the Preds, and then there's the all-star break. So we'll see what ends up happening with that. But yeah. So hopefully the Oilers can make it 15. 17 is the all, all-time record. Um, I'm going to be really interested to see what ends up happening with that because 17 would be absolutely crazy because Vegas is your first game coming back after the break. So to make it 17, you're going to have to beat Chicago, Preds, that's doable, and then Vegas. Vegas could end it at 16, but... It'd be one of the all-time great winning streaks for the Edmonton Oilers. Just a lot of W's. Just dub, 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 dub. So, hopefully they can keep it up. And uh, But yeah, I think we should get into Corey Perry a little bit. Because Tyler came on and we talked about Corey. But we didn't talk about who's going to get bumped out of the lineup. And I asked him, you know, around around that time. And I asked him, hey... Who do you think is getting bumped out of the lineup? And he said, Matias Yanmark. And that's what he said on his show, too. He said, Matias Yanmark is, you know, he's good. He's really good. And for defensively, he's very good. But for the Edmonton Oilers to bring Corey Perry into the lineup, you have to bump out a guy. And I hate to say it, but it's either Sam Gagne or Matias Janmark. Are they really going to bump out Dylan Holloway out of the lineup? No. They're not going to bump out Connor Brown by the way he's been playing. We can get into him in a second. But this is, you have to move someone out of the lineup. And Matias Janmark's the guy. So, I mean, it kind of just helps that that right side. The lineup's going to kind of switch. I expect to see Corey Perry on the third line with maybe Derek Ryan. And McLeod, maybe that's the third line that we see, which would be a good third line. I know Corey Perry doesn't have the foot speed, but we'll end up seeing what happens. Uh, I assume Matias Yamar is going to get bumped out. I hope Sam Gagne isn't bumped out. I really like what he does. He's on pace for a 40-point, 20-goal season, and that's unbelievable. And he's been injured for a good stretch of this year. He has six goals. Obviously, he scored the other night. The game winner against Calgary, Calgary, whatever you want to call it at this point. But yeah, so hopefully they can find room for Corey Perry in the lineup without bumping, bumping it or moving it. So I like Sam Gagne there. He needs to be in the locker room and hopefully they keep him there. That is for sure. But big win for Emmons Spoilers and we'll hopefully see what Happens against the Blackhawks. I expect Calvin Pickard to get the start. 
and we'll see what ends up happening with that. Connor Brown. So, Dylan Holloway did score the fourth goal, right? Connor Brown shot it right at the goal in. Dylan Holloway just picked up the trash and put it in the net. That's that's really funny. I mean, Connor Brown had the whole net to shoot at, whole left side of the net, and instead he just shot it right at the goaltender. It seems like there's got at this point he's got to be in his head because he's had so many chances. He's got to be in his head because he can just not score. He just can't score right now. But yeah, it's a win in my book. But Dylan Holloway scores his first back as the Oilers. So yeah, we'll end up seeing what happens with him. This keep keeps maybe maybe goes on a bit of a scoring streak. That would be helpful for the Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, as is usual himself, but. I was going through the points, and Nikita Kucherov has 80 points, and McDavid at 60. That's a 20-point gap. I don't think McDavid's going to catch him, but that would be unbelievable if he did. Nikita Kucherov with 80 points is ridiculous. It's unfathomable. I didn't expect anyone to. I don't know what he's on pace for, if someone could find that for me, but that is quite something. From Nikita Kucherov, and right behind him, 77, is Nathan McKinnon. So, I'd be interested to see if McDavid can catch these guys, but I doubt he can, because those are premium players. But, Oilers, finding ways to win, even without McDavid putting up points. A lot of points every night, he did did have a goal. So, we'll see what ends up happening with McDavid. Hopefully, he catches them. Other than that, we're going to take a break and get to the news because it's a bit of a lengthy one today. There's some bigger news coming out. for today um some interesting news so we did see carter hart and dylan dube they take they took absence absences from the team for personal reasons and i think these personal reasons may be the reason why because we kind of reported that on the news yesterday and here's the reason so this is what was reported this morning so both these guys were a part of the 2018 national team okay uh, world Junior Team. Five members of the 2018 World Junior Team have been told to surrender to London, Ontario police, facing charges of you-know-what. The Globe and Mail reports citing unnamed sources. Um, they have not been charged yet, and they have time to present themselves at the London police headquarters. So I'm assuming, I mean, it may not be them, but it's it would be pretty, pretty... A crazy coincidence if it wasn't, if that wasn't the reason. So that's too bad for both those teams. And hopefully, uh, uh, like this is just a tough situation for all members involved. I'm hoping for the people that it's just we we won't talk about this. This is not something to talk about. It's not good for either team, um, either team, either the people. Any of the people in this case, 
it's not good. So hopefully that stuff gets fixed out and I'm hoping for, you know, everyone hopefully is okay. That's, that's all I got to say on that situation. Cause I don't really want to get into depth on that. Some kind of interesting other news. We're going to kind of jump to something a little bit better. Smith Entertainment Group owners of the Utah Jazz asked the NHL to initiate an expansion process to bring the team to the state. They want them to bring a team to Salt Lake City. What are we thinking? I think, no. I like the NHL where it is right now. But expansion to Utah? Like, bring it to Red Deer. That's what I got to say. <laughs> Green Bay fires defensive coordinator Joe Barry. I thought he did a good job with the defense this year, but... Obviously, he goes, so I guess he goes on his own his own way. And then I didn't see this one stat. I know it's not news, but I saw this one stat. Skinner, a 17-2-0 record, a 9-3-2 save percentage, a 1-8-4 GAA, and two shutouts in his last 19 games. Simply insatiable. Insatiable. Very good for Stuart Skinner. Hopefully, he can keep it up. Um, I did ask Tyler the other day, is this maintainable? He said, no, it's not. But hey, if it's maintainable, keep it going. They got to find ways to keep it going. We're going to kind of get into our score update for today, and then we'll, we will kind of send it off. We might bring on a special guest, but it might be audio only today, so we'll end up seeing what happens with that. But just be listening, see if... Uh, might bring in a special guest just to test out the audio and the setup because the video, the camera, the camera cord isn't still here. So we're still to set, the studio is not done. It's not done yet. But Coyotes and the Panthers today at 5 p.m. Jets and Leafs at 5. Hurricanes and Bruins at 5.30. Capitals and the Avalanche at 7.30. Blackhawks and the Kraken at 8. Blues and the Canucks at 8. Sabres and the Kings at 8. 8.30 Mountain Time in the NFL this weekend. Chiefs and Ravens at 1 p.m. Lions and 49ers at 4.30. We will kind of do uh, an NFL preview tomorrow because that's when, you know, um, it's kind of closer. Because Friday I'm not going to be able to do the show. So tomorrow will be the last day of show because I'm going skiing on the weekend. So that will be the last day of shows until the weekend. For the NBA action time, we got a bunch of games. Hornets and the Pistons at 5. T-Wolves and the Wizards at 5. So a stinker game in the Hornets-Pistons, by the way. Grizz- Grizzlies and the Heat at 5.30. We got the Bucks and the Cavs at 6. Blazers and the Rockets at 6. Suns and the Mavs at 6.30. Thunder and the Spurs at 7.30. The Hawks and the Warriors at 8. It's kind of our score updates for today. We could kind of look at... Our NHL standing update for the Edmonton Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers are seven points back of the Vegas Golden Knights. What They still got to play them. So after the All-Star break, maybe you catch up to them there. The Kings are two points back of the Oilers. And I'm just doing the math in my head. <laughs> the Flames and the Kraken are eight points back of the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers are 27-15-1. and one. Kings are 22-13-9. So, a lot of losses. I think if the Oilers, if it was a 3-2-1 point system, they got a lot more regulation wins. They have as many regulation wins as the as uh, the Knights. They got one less, but they got a lot less games played. So, we will see what ends up happening there. 
They got actually four games behind the Vegas Golden Knights, four games at hand. Other than that, there's not much else going on today. And some of those obviously playing on Thursday against the Blackhawks puck drop at 7 p.m. I expect Calvin Pickard to be the starting goaltender then. But other than that, I think we can leave it there. We will be back tomorrow. I don't know when. Actually, we'll, we'll see. Probably around this time tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a good day, everyone. See you later. Thanks for listening to The Manning Show. You can follow us on Twitter at the underscore Manning Show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at UNManning97. Thanks for listening. We will be back tomorrow. Have a good day.